One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth with your host, Christina Rivera. In this savvy broadcasting series, we delve into hot topics affecting us all. With cancel culture and big tech censoring any opposing ideas and thoughts outside of mainstream ideology, it has become more important than ever that we tell the raw truth about everything from U.S. world politics, COVID, Christianity, and everything in between. We invite all points of view to come and share their perspective honestly and respectfully. Hello, Dr. Elliot Justin. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting's newest series, Forbidden Speech. We're so grateful to have you here today. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Good to be here. Ah, you betcha. Uh, You've worked as an emergency medicine specialist as well as being a specialist in in, in heart and diabetes. But, you know, we're going to talk about something very interesting we've never hit on, on any of our Savvy series, and that is the significance of penis health that it is really the kind of canary in the coal mine, as it were, for men's health. And when it starts not to work so well, it can be an indication of greater problems in your body. And so we're grateful to have you here talking about that today. It's good to be here. Yes, when the uh, canary stops singing, there's a problem. <laughs> so you want, to catch, you, want to, you want to keep the singing going for as long as possible. Absolutely. Now, why is it so intricate? intricately uh, connected? Like why would, now I've heard that one thing in the body can affect to another, but how, how does the health of your penis kind of connect to other parts of your health? Well, the, the same diseases that uh, are the leading causes of death in the United States, vascular disease, heart disease, diabetes, hypertension, also affect the penis and they affect the penis earlier. So, uh, Everyone's probably heard the familiar, familiar with words atherosclerosis or arteriosclerosis, you know, hardening the, uh, the arteries or of the arterial, the small, the small arteries. Well, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just take hypertension, for example. If, if, um, if the blood pressure goes from 130 to 140 systolic, what does that mean in terms of the status of your heart? If a hemoglobin A1C, which is the blood test that they use to monitor diabetes, goes up from say six to seven, what does that mean in terms of, of your diabetes? Whereas if you can't have an erection, you have a, it's highly likely that you have a significant vascular problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
you know, ED is the, is the, is the warning sign, neglected warning sign of, of vascular health. Doctors never ask about it. And unfortunately, when men have ED, instead of discussing with their doctors, they go online and they order medications instead of doing, instead of asking the question and getting, and get, getting screened for heart disease. So, um, this, you know, this is an enormous problem. A, a million men in the United States per year, excuse me, a million people in the United States per year have heart attacks. Wow. 60% of the men who have heart attacks, in some studies, it's actually 70 or 80%, have ED. If they identify themselves as having ED earlier and, and sought treatment, that might be prevented. The, uh, there are 800,000 strokes per year. It's estimated that 80% of, of the men who have strokes have ED. And wow. did not get it, most of the majority of them did not get investigated. Diabetes. I mean, we talk we talk about COVID as being an epidemic. Wow. Diabetes affects 35 million Americans. There are eight million of them. Of those 35 million, aren't even seeking treatment. They're un, they're undiagnosed, and there must be uh, 80 to 90 million Americans who are pre-diabetic. Wow. So if these people, these people often have ED, and if they would if they would acknowledge it, and mm -hmm. and get screened, it'd be helpful. It's also important on the other side for the physicians to, to ask the question. So is this an ED would be erectile dysfunction, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So, be, and so what I'm guessing, um, and tell me if you've come across this, are, are men kind of embarrassed? That's why they go and just maybe order the bill, blue pill online. I'll just get my puppy up and working with these little magic blue pills without realizing it could affect their heart in a, a negative Well, half, half the time they don't even work. And, and, oh. and men who have diabetes or hypertension, I mean, women have this notion, especially, hey, men, you take this pill, you get an erection. Well, it's, it's not doesn't work that way. So the, the pills are, are it's, what's interesting with the pills is that most of them are being taken for recreational purposes and being taken by, by young men who have gone online and talked to their friends. And they've heard that, gee, I can now uh, treat whiskey dick with, uh, you know, with, with, with a pill. <laughs> so a third to a half of men who have ED don't benefit from the pills because their e they, they, their diabetes or hypertension have already reached reached the point mm -hmm. where the, the blood circulation and the, their penis is affected. But it's not the just the just the, uh, the patient's fault or the consumer's. It's the doctor's fault. Look, I I, mean, I ran emergency departments. I practiced emergency medicine for decades. Wow. Well, physicians are trained in medical school to take a sexual history. We don't. I mean, I, I as a patient. I've never had a doctor ask me my sexual history, ever, and I, and that's normal. I, I don't, you know. Why? Why is it? Because you know, when I've gone to the hospital or the doctor, I get asked a million questions. But you're right; they don't really ask anything about my sex or my sexual activity, other than are you think you're pregnant or not? <laughs> well, yeah. Right. So I, I think it's I think the embarrassment is mutual, and I think it's a problem. So, in my last year of medical practice. Uh, being interested at this point, I started asking the question. And, and if the man didn't want to ask the question, his wife did. So it was, it was so, you could be, you could have someone come in with an ankle fracture or, you know, a pneumonia, whatever. If you ask the question and you ask it nicely, not, not in a you know, confrontational way, you know, it's not like saying, hey, do you own guns at home and you keep them locked up? You know, it's, you know, you ask the question polite, you know, politely. People want to talk about it because this is, a, this is an issue of enormous importance especially people as they get older. I mean, the incidence of erectile dysfunction goes up 10% per decade after the age 35 or 40. I'm 68. By my age, 60 to 70% of men have, have ED. Now, 
more than half of that is physiological. I mean, there are other causes of ED, you know, alcohol, uh, dr you know, recreational drugs, uh, mm -hmm. things of that nature. And also there are medications that can cause ED. Now there's an, another important reason for doctors and patients to think about the question and ask the question because it could well be that your ED, ED, which is having an enormous impact on your relationships and other aspects of your life, could be due to the medications that you're taking. Well, you might need them, but they might have to come up with a plan of action that you continue to stay on your medication, but somehow able to increase. Now, what happens if your health is having problems? How do you know, well, how do you begin to fix it so that you can begin to have a wonderful sex life and you don't have that is issue? Well, you're, you're, you're getting at something really important, which, I mean, we, so people need to ask the question. Uh, and they also need to recognize, one thing is it should spur them to ask the question of the enormous benefits of sex. I mean, if you're, uh, if you're a man you're, and you're having 20 orgasms a, a month, your risk of prostate cancer goes down by a third. That's in young men. So the, you might, uh, early practice, so to speak, you know, yields, yields benefits later on. In the in significant large studies in Wales and in, and in Sweden, uh, men who are, who are over the age of 60, and we're having sex more than twice a week, their risk of, of overall mortality went down by 50%. So the, ben the benefits are, are, are enormous. One of the problems is we don't, aside from asking the question, we don't really have the tools yet to make it easy to measure what I call erectile fitness. So before there's erectile dysfunction, there's fitness. And in between, things start to deteriorate. So how do, how do, how do, how do you maintain fitness and most importantly, how do you monitor that? So, um, you know, if, if, if a man goes to a cardiologist or, or a woman for that matter, if, he goes, if, if a man goes to a cardiologist and, or, or a woman goes to a cardiologist or a woman, man goes to a urologist or a woman goes to a gynecologist and complains about sexual dysfunction, they don't have the type of tools that we have working in the ER or working in the cardiologist's office where you have ultrasound, EKG, blood pressure, pulse oximetry tools that can make diagnosis and treatment objective. All you really have is opinion. This, this, you know, you know, this antidepressant is better than that antidepressant. Uh, this blood pressure medication is better than that blood pressure medication. But the, the, the pharma companies, they never go head to head with these drugs. So uh, it'd be great to have tools. So yeah. one thing is coming in 2020 you know, I'm working on, I know there are other people working on it too, and it's going to revolutionize this, this area of healthcare, is the ability to, to monitor something that's called nocturnal erections. Mm -hmm. So a young man will have four to six nocturnal erections per night, um, and that's during your REM sleep. A man like my, my age will have three to four nocturnal erections per night. If that number goes down, so let's suppose I'm having three to four per night, and I, and I went to one, I'd still be able to have sex every day if I wanted to, but I would actually be on the verge of a cardiovascular disaster, a heart attack, stroke, uh, some significant problem with diabetes or hypertension. But I wouldn't know it unless I had the ability to, me to measure it. Yeah. Now, on the female side, if you don't mind me going in that direction, moving Go away from it. female dysfunction, because women have erections too. They're just mm -hmm. less aware of them because they're, they're less. They're inside. You they're don't inside. see them. They're less obvious. Yeah. No one, now, there are about 15 papers indicating that nocturnal erections are, are predictive of vascular health in men. So if a man, if a man goes from potent to impotent, they have a 20 to 40% risk of having a cardiovascular event in one year. What about women? 
no one has studied it since 1983. I mean, it's really extraordinary. So, um, what you know, one thing that's going to happen in in 22 is that tools are going to become are going to become available to doctors and to men and women that will allow them to monitor this activity. Well, that this silent activity of, of nocturnal erections. I mean, men are kind of aware of the one they have when they wake up, but they're not aware of the ones that they have when they're sleeping. Hmm. Although I, I will share with you that, you know, doing research in this area and working in this area, and uh, to use a non-scientific word, I'm more conscious of mine. Actually, so I, they're kind of, I, said, I assume they're sort of on my mind and I, and I wake up for that. I would never, I mean, I don't think I've gotten four times as healthy as I did, you know, a year ago. I just, it's just, it's just more in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and I, and it's actually, uh, because of their, it's on my mind, my wife is actually starting to say, well, wait a second, something happened. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still o'clock in the morning. I'm kind of, you know, you know, I'm sort of around. So to make these tools available to people is going to give people a new vital sign for what's yeah. their most, men and women's most vital organ. I mean, I don't have, I don't have a fancy watch with, with, with apps on, but lots of people, you know, I, you and I both know people who, yeah. who have. The Apple, yeah, Fitbit, all of that. Uh, yeah. Those things. Well, I'm, you know, now we're talking about the first, about smart underwearables for everyone's favorite vital sign. I mean, what, do, what does your average man care about more? Whether he took 10,000 steps yesterday or, or whether the penis, penis doing. Right. <laughs> and the same thing applies to women and women as well, too. Uh, so. Yeah. And you know what? This is great because if you build these vital, uh, these tools to check your vitals, people will be able to check for themselves and say, okay, things are not going well. What can I do to to stop the the reduction of my health and get myself more healthy. I mean, yeah, you might be able to know that, hey, I'm a little overweight or this or that, but you won't know if you're heading for a heart attack or, you know, or if I won't be able to get it up or or feel sexually, um, you know, uh, charged. But that that's only the tip of the iceberg. How about all the other stuff you could be having going on? So this is just great that you're building these tools. Uh, especially medications. Mm. Um, I mean, so many men and women are taking antidepressants, mm. mood altering mood altering drugs, as well as hy- antihypertensive medications that have an impact on their on their sexual performance. Mm. Uh, and they, with with these tools, in addition to monitoring their va- overall vascular health, and probably more accurately than a ch- just checking your blood pressure or checking your hemoglobin C a couple times a year if you're a diabetic they'll actually be able to, in the privacy of their home, be able to establish baselines and, and monitor the, the impact of, med, you know, of medications uh, and, other, and other things upon, upon their erectile function mm-hmm. and hopefully maintain that their erectile fitness before they become erectile dysfunct. Yeah. So let's say when the tools come out, uh, they'll be able to take these readings. I don't know. How, what's it going to look like? Is it, is it something you'll you know, plug into your underwear or how, <laughs> well, how uh, we, we have at front tech, we have our approach. I know, and I know there are other companies that have, you know, a different approach, uh-huh. but it, it'll be, it will, well, it, you know, for men, it would basically would be, it'll be a ring with with a sensor that can monitor, that'll be worn over, comfortable ring be worn overnight and would monitor the number and strength of nocturnal erections. Hmm. Uh, for women, uh, it would be a form that needs to be, be obviously hard to hold in place. There's nothing. There's nothing to put a ring around. Yeah. So how, how's it going to be going to be held in place? Uh, and, I've, and I've had some interesting conversations with with women about well, 
you know, because there's the panty group and the thong group, and then the, and those who don't sleep with anything. Well, those who don't sleep with anything have to sleep with something now if they want to measure their nocturnal erections. But I think for I, women, I wonder if you could do something like a tampon and put that ring on the tampon and then stuff it up there or something. That's been know. that's been the, idea. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a good idea because uh, it's it's you know so, um, but I think there, you know, with women actually issues of you know fashion. <laughs> looks enter yeah. into it. It's, whereas with men, it's, it's kind of it's simpler. It's a ring yeah. with a ring with a sensor. Yeah, absolutely. So they get these details, then they can bring them to their doctor and discuss what they yeah. can do to help wherever their issue is. Yeah, previously there for men there was just a device called the Ridge Scan that looked like something like Dr. Frankenstein would put on you, and you had to go to a sleep clinic and you know wear wear overnight. But I, you know, my company and other companies are working on things that are that are uh, you know are much more consumer friendly. Awesome. And when is it ready? What is the time schedule? Uh, we we hope to to launch male and female products in the first and second quarter of next of twenty two. Awesome. I know everyone's gonna be excited to hear that. And uh, so. yeah. So, do you have any suggestions for couples out there wanting to increase their sexual, you know? I do actually. I think that people need to plan for pleasure. I think that people. I mean, if I'll just give an if, if having sex twice a week is associated in men with decreased mortality risk by fifty percent, but yet your average man over the age of sixty in the United States having sex twenty times a year, that's a lot of catch up. So I I don't I don't know why, but people seem to find it easier to get on a Peloton or go to Pilates class than they do to uh, to make love more. So, I mean, it's always kind of mystified me. If, you, if, you're, if your marriage sucks or your relationship is poor uh, and often sex is either a reflection or the, the, or the cause of the problem and you're exercising 14 hours a week, why can't you take four hours that week about away from your exercise and to dedicate it to, to improving the intimacy in, in your relationship? I think people need to plan for pleasure. That's a good point. If pleasure, they'll soon find that they enjoy it, or else they might find that we're the wrong person. But <laughs> in general, they're going to find that they enjoy it. I think people get out of the habit. I see mm -hmm. this so often, whether it's work, it's kids. Uh, but people fall into this habit, and once you sort of move away from regular sex, it becomes a source of awkwardness in a relationship and a challenge as opposed to a source of, of pleasure and security. That's awesome. Yeah. And and so I, I'm glad for that. Now, how can people get a hold of you, find out more about um, your upcoming technology, and get a hold of it when it's ready? Sure. Well, right now our our we have a landing page as, as a website. Uh, the the full website will be up in September, but they can go, they can they can go to the website and uh, and contact us through the website. And that would be the one listed below, myfirmtech.com. Correct. Awesome. Uh, and we. We will, we will become active in, in December. Oh, yay. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Correct. And certainly on time for Valentine's Day. Yay. Well, I just have to thank you again, Dr. Justin, for coming to share this great wisdom today on Forbidden Speech, The Raw Truth. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Plan for pleasure. That's right. <laughs> like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Forbidden Speech or Savvy episodes, visit SavvyBroadcasting.com To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at LifeUnscriptedRadio.com Hold up! 
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered.